All right, Mama, what's going on? How is, how's your week going so far? Um, okay, so <laughs> it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to say that it was, like, bad because, of course, that's just the flow. Mm -hmm. um, but there was some tough going, like, yesterday. And it was so weird because, like, I got up and I was like, yes, Venus is Friday and it's love day. And then, like, we had, like, such choppiness in the house. Like, Michaela mm -hmm. was acting wild. And then at the end of the day, I'm, like, going to look through my stuff and it's like, of all these different planetary movements with just Venus. So I'm mm. like, no shit. Like, <laughs> of course, we're all like... Mm -hmm. so, but it was an all right day. I think that's just like all the time, like when people don't really realize that we're going to shift every time they shift around. Mm -hmm. Like they feel like, oh, my life is over. Like, it's so scary for me mm -hmm. because if you don't pay attention to that stuff, like remember we were talking like, I think it was the first time we recorded that lady that you know said that she wanted to kill herself or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My neighbor. <laughs> yeah, my neighbor. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you guys, if you just like calm down a little mm -hmm. bit, like it will totally pass yeah. most of the time. Yeah, I think. So yeah, it was an all right week though. I totally like. I'm feeling that too, and I've seen. I've, I've been seeing more of that. Like, I actually, I made. I did an experiment. I was like, okay, look. I need to be informed, but I don't need to know what's going on every moment of every of every second of every day. And usually when I start off my day watching the news, I get all like wound up over some of that. And so I'm like, eh. so I for the last three days, I've intentionally not watched the news first thing in the morning. Instead, I was like, I'll just catch up after I'm done with work. And then I, later in the evening, I can spend the day fuming or whatever, but I'll read it right instead of watching a news program. Um, because I don't, for two reasons. One, I don't. There's going to be a lot of crap going on from now until the end of the year that's just going to be noise that has nothing to do with me and nothing to do with what I'm going to be doing. You know, and even Edward and I were talking about this yesterday. He was like, look, anything that's on the news right now at this point is noise. I don't care what's the latest, what's the latest poll or what's the latest this or I don't give a damn. Like, I already know what I'm doing. I know who I'm voting for. I don't need this noise. Like, I just don't care at this point. Mm -hmm. So, and, and nothing that can happen is going to get us to change our ideas as far as what we're going to be deciding when we come, come November and we have to vote. So for me, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Mm -hmm. That's a good point. So I made it a point to not watch the news and I've been instead of reading and just reading other books, because normally I would read spiritual books, but there's only yeah. so much spirituality you can take in a day before you get the shits, you know? So right? I was like, I'm not reading spirituality for sitting in the morning. I'm going to read something fun. So I've been, I have a lot of like UFO and alien books and, you know, like secret, like UFO stuff. And so I love that mm -hmm. stuff. I love UFO. So we've we got to do a show on UFOs because that's definitely one yeah. of those things. But um, so that's what I've been starting my day off with is just reading a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then after that, I'm like, okay, it's time to get ready for work. But I mean, it's, it's been nice. I do miss my, my news though. Like I do like watching it. It's like, Ooh, like what happened or this or that? Cause it's like, it's like gossip, you know? And I like that, yeah. but it's like, I can't, I feel like I'm bombarding myself. It's just like, I'm just pissing myself off first thing in the morning. And I was like, Nope, I don't want to carry this throughout the day. So I just need right. to, yeah. Plus if it's big enough, I mean, someone's going to text me or someone's going to say, did you see what just happened or whatever? Yeah. If it's big enough. Right. So. Yeah. Now the view is starting back up. I think on Monday, so they start their season premiere. I love the view, and I love watching the view, and that'll be interesting. And it's funny because I love Whoopi. I love. Um, I actually love all of them. Um, I love all of the, the Joy Behar. I love all of them. I even I love Megan McCain too. Uh, yeah. it's, it's Because she's like, I think she's a badass because she says whatever she's thinking. The only thing is that sometimes, for a while, she was acting like nobody cared about what 
nobody cared. Like, it's almost like she she made herself out to be a little bit of a victim. Like, I'm the only yeah. Republican. I'm the only. I'm like, girl, like, stop it. Like, I am agreeing with you. Like, what you're saying, I'm agreeing with that. And I ain't a Republican. But I'm agreeing with what you're saying. And that's a point, you know? And that's a point that needs to be taken seriously. But then she'll go into, like, but I'm the only one here. And nobody likes what I have to say. And I was like, girl, chill out with the bullshit. Like, you got a fan. It's okay. Now, this year, because she's pregnant, she really wound up. And so she ain't even, like, trying to, like, roll it off in the back. Like, she's like she's just pissed all the time. So I was like, girl, yeah. don't be pregnant often because you really pissed, you know, ever since you got pregnant, you just even pissed, more pissed off than usual. But, I mean, I like Whoopi because I like Whoopi's. She brings, um, she makes me feel mothered in the, the show. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she brings, like, I, it's like a reality check. Like, yeah, that's what she is. Balance. She's the reality check. She's the balance. She's like the mama hand. Like, okay, y'all, like, I'm going to need you to stop. And she don't have no problem, like, getting in your face and telling you what she thinks when you're acting like a bitch, you know? So it's like, listen, mm-hmm. we ain't doing that today. This is not what we're doing, so. Right. And she's very even with it. Yeah. Like, she's not, like, she didn't pick on one person. Like, she doesn't pick on Megan. No. Like, she just, like, stop. Yeah. Like, we're not going to do this. <laughs> Yeah, we could do something else with our energy. Like right. I, I really respect that about her. I love Whoopi, and I really like the view too. Like that yeah. was one of the reasons why I started between those girls. I was like, y'all want to talk? Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, that's what I wanted to do. Like I had thought of an idea of bringing together like spiritual people and having a panel <laughs> and doing that like once a month or something, where there were like yeah. four of us, uh, and we would talk mm-hmm. about stuff from like a spiritual perspective, but at the yeah. same time, not be so ethereal that we're talking about like, well, I don't know, but like the the angle of this crystal, I don't really like. Who the fuck cares about the angle of your crystal? Like, I don't care about crystal angles. Like, talk to me about, like, you know, how that woman, you know, like, talk to me about something else that I feel is more humanly connecting than the angle of a crystal. Like, that's not important to me. I don't care, you know. So tell me some about that infinity Mm. that you you posted. Mm -hmm. That that graphic? Yes. Yeah. The graphic. So, like, a few days ago I posted this um, picture on Instagram because I'm always, whenever I'm in that zone... Like, sometimes I'll be hanging out and doing whatever, doing my own thing. Usually on my days off. Because when I'm on my days off, I'm like, I'm not going to work. I'm just going to sit here and be lazy. And then as soon as I, like, get settled, my brain starts to go into all of these. Like, I'm like, oh, great. Here they go. And so (laughs) I was getting all this, like, information about the structure of the structure of God and, and, or of like source with us and the structure of the humanity with like the higher or the spirit. And it was just a weird, um, it, the way it started off in my head was I asked a question like, why do we have to consume animals? Like, cause I, I, I hate having to kill an animal for us to be alive. I hate, I hate for animals to have to suffer. I hate for living beings to have to suffer for us to live. But I love my barbacoa tacos, and I love my bacon, and I love all this other stuff. So there's that conflict, and there's always been that conflict within me. There's always going to be that conflict within me, because I don't think I'll ever get to a place where I just give up meat, because it's too much of the culture that I come from. But just finding ways around it is what I try to do best. Um, But I still eat majority, like, plant-based stuff, but every now and then I will allow myself uh, meat. And I I I still feel bad about it. And I'm like, you know, Aja, why do we have to eat animals to be here? And so Aja was like, because it's a reflection of like the, the way that it has to be processed from source. So in other words, if you think of like source or the universe and all of that in its entirety, it's this being. And we refer to that being as like God, but it's a being. Yeah. It's a being that exists, that sustains all of that. And so this being, if you think of the beginning or of like the moment where consciousness became, consciousness was like I am. 
That's the mm -hmm. being, I am. And then in order for that consciousness to experience anything beyond the I am, it would have to essentially deconstruct itself and in, in, engage in various forms and in various perspective and in various ways of being besides just the I am. So the being that we consider to be like God or source said, I want to live, I want to experience, I want to know, I want to feel, I can't just be all that I am. So yeah. it sacrificed itself into its smaller components, into its smaller parts. And in the process of it sacrificing itself to be these smaller components and these smaller pieces, that is us. We are these smaller components, these smaller pieces, right? And so we are a representation of the divinity. We're a representation of source of God here on this planet. What we do here is a reflection of God on this world, vice versa. So, so God is the consciousness that is the entirety of all things. So when we are praying or we're trying to connect to our higher being, that is essentially what we're doing. We're trying to reassemble ourselves in some sort of like conscious awareness or altered state of awareness that is as close to source, as close to God as possible. We're trying to remember that grander version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it, that's an impossibility because we still exist as this like component, as this piece. So it isn't yeah. until we kind of get reabsorbed into the, the wholeness of all things that we begin to even get a glimpse of that. Um, but here in the physical world, so in other words, the, be the great being sacrificed itself for us to exist. So we basically materialized or we became something from those other pieces, from that energy, from that, that grander form. So we absorbed mm -hmm. the grandest form into our singular beingness to become this individual consciousness. Flip it upside down and you actually have what we experience here, which is all of the smaller components, the smallest components in this physical world or in this matrix, I call it a physical matrix because that's what it is, a physical matrix. Yeah. <clears throat> All the smallest components of this physical matrix have to assemble themselves into larger components and into larger components and into larger components. And so when we think of plants, when we think of animals, because everything has a consciousness here, everything is part of consciousness. When we think of plants and animals, they are just the assembly of, lar of smaller components or smaller beingness. And so mm -hmm. we, in order to survive, we have to absorb these beings. We have to absorb these things, which are plants, which are animals. We have to absorb it. We can't survive without the absorption of another being here in this mm. structure form. But at the same time, when we pass away or when we die, you know, they say we turn to dust or we go back into formless being, which is we actually reassemble consciousness-wise into the larger larger form. So the visual right. that I posted or the visual that I was kind of breaking down all the different parts and aspects of that. And it's so like, like it, it's so complicated. It wasn't a simple answer. It's not like, because you're supposed to, like, that's not what I just said. <laughs> I just was like, well, let me tell you what you need to know, you know? And so it like, like brought all that information into my head. And I was just like, girl, I'm going to need to make a graphic because this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I got onto Canva and I was starting to like make that graphic. And so that's the graphic that I posted on, on. So I was trying to help people understand what I was given in that piece of information from just asking a simple question. Why do I got to eat an animal to live here? Can't I just like, you know, just be or, you know, no. So it's, it's, yeah. it's the same thing happening on both sides from spirit down 
and then from 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 basic component basic basic being up so it's happening on both sides but it's happening in the opposite way so when i in that picture there's the, the infinity symbol because the infinity symbol just represents the transformation of one area or one side into another there's a transformation into one into another but it's this constant cyclical pattern of transformation so it's always happening in a cyclical pattern but it's this infinity it's, it is infinitely happening with us and god where this is always going to be this us and god us and god but we're all the same thing just in different forms and from different yeah. perspectives yeah i like it when I saw it, I was like, ooh, I can't wait to talk about this because I love how you ask those questions. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't think that broadly. Mm. Or, I mean, most people, let's be real, don't realize that they can ask those types of questions yeah. and then get the answers. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. I was in, when I was in, like, Catholic school, when I was in catechism, you know, Sunday school, I guess, uh, when, you know, all the parents went to, to, to mass and we mm -hmm. were all dumped in the classroom and we were just given something in color or whatever, the teacher always said, like, well, you know, I... I asked questions and like I remember like Noah's Ark. I was like, why? How the, all the how all the animals fit in that boat? You know, how are you going to get all those animals? Do they have enough supplies? Are they going to be able to make forty? You know, so I asked all these questions and like you know, what about the animals that were not on the boat? What about the ones that species? And so and then the teacher was like, she I think she got tired of me and she was like, you know, we don't ask those questions. You know, it just that's the answer and we have to accept it. It's God's will or whatever. I'm like that don't make that's not right. And so right. already as a kid, I was like, this doesn't make sense, you know. And um, as I got older, I just kept asking questions. And the mm -hmm. thing about it was the minute that I said, I'm not going to let y'all tell me how to have a relationship with my God or with, with the thing that I look towards as inspiration, my higher self, my spiritual side. I'm not going to let someone tell me how to have that relationship. I'm just going to have that relationship. I'm going to ask that being or that source for the answer. And I got my answers and I've never stopped getting answers. And so it's important that people, I always tell people like, don't be so stupid. Don't be a sheep. Like, don't be walking around. I can't know something. I'm not smart enough. Girl, yes, you are smart enough. You can figure it out, but you need to ask yeah. the questions and it'll get delivered to you in the way you can understand it. You may not get the complexity of it. You may not get all these pieces and parts that, you know, I like to get because I like to understand how something works. And usually, usually something works. I'm dropping, I'm, on, I'm spilling the tea, girl. I'm spilling the tea. Um, <laughs> Girl, but I I never stopped asking questions, and I, I I will never stop asking questions. I'm like, look, I'm not stupid. I'm not gonna just let myself be submissive to ignorance. Like, I need to I need to know what the answer is. Mm -hmm. I need to know you what know, the answer is. You know, that's how. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. Go on. You go on. I was just gonna say that's how I ended up here because when I was about 14, I got kicked out of the catechism class because <laughs> I think the question was like. Well, can you just explain how all of that happened because Jesus had a body like we have a body? Yeah. So is it possible that other people can also be like that? Yeah. And those it was an old white couple and they were like, if you don't get out of this classroom asking us these questions, we don't want to answer. And that was like the last time I had a faith. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And like I tried for a long time to sort of get back on the Christianity wheel, mm -hmm. but I never really could because I didn't feel welcome there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it was like every time I wanted to do what I felt inclined to do, somebody was telling me I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just don't, I can't keep living like that. And so yesterday, whenever we were having the day, I was like, you know what? I need to get out of here for a minute. So I drove over to the park across the street and I walked a little bit and they have this like free library that you can go into. 
And so I was like, well, maybe I can find a cool book. And everything in there was like, Christianity, Jesus. And I was like, yes, I love the Lord, but in my way. Yeah. So I'm not finding yeah. the book that is going to speak to me. So a song came on. And of course, I cried because I always cried. But then I was like, I just need to talk. I just need to talk to you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And just be connected in that way. Yeah. So, yes. I think it's hard because most people, I think people are waking up. But I also think that people are people are waking up and falling back asleep <laughs> because you got all these people say, I'm woke, I'm woke. I'm like, just because you bought into the latest conspiracy theory don't mean you woke. That just means you're gullible. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, you have all these conspiracies going on and going around and people buy into that so easily, but they're not actually doing the homework. They're not doing the research. And I, I don't consider myself a Christian. I don't consider myself a Catholic. I don't consider myself any religion. I consider myself that this is the religion of Fernie. Like this is, mm -hmm. this is the belief system that I built up by myself. And it's hard because when you talk about just the idea, when you use the word God and use the word like, you know, or even bringing Jesus into conversation by nature, it puts a lot of people off. And yeah. I, that's something that I don't want people to understand is like, I'm not talking as a Christian. I'm not talking as a, a, a follower of the biblical text. Like I'm not talking to you as that. I'm talking to you as someone who has lived through a very challenging life. And mm -hmm. one of the things that has gotten me through it without going fucking insane is the idea or the belief that there is a being that is at the top of the totem pole that I consider to be God. But we call it source, we call it universe, we call it whatever we want to call it. And no religion is ever going to get it right. No person is ever going to get it down exactly how it needs to be. You know, every religion is like a pair of shoes. If the yeah. shoes don't fit, put on another pair and try a new batch out, you know? And some people, they hold on to those shoes when they're ripped up, they're torn apart, they don't fit their feet anymore, their feet are, their toenails are all crunched up in the shoes, but they're holding on to it because they're so afraid of trying out a new pair that would fit them and be much better suited to them. So you got all these people who are like so attached to religion, so attached to their yeah. Christian beliefs and Christian ideas, so attached to these ideas that are actually can be very destructive and toxic, but because they've been conditioned to believe this is the only answer to what you are seeking in life, they are so attached to that that they don't even know how to trust in their own intuition, to trust in their own yeah idea of what could potentially be the case and they don't even believe that they can ask the question i'm like ask the fucking question like you're either going to tell the answer or you're going to be or you're just going to be sitting in silence but ask the question question everything and there are people who and because ed's funny because my partner he's he's an, he considers himself to be an atheist he believes in something but he doesn't have any answers so he considers mm -hmm. himself to be an atheist because he does not believe that religion is the way to have a better world and I, I agree with him i think religion has created a lot more problems than it has solved you know when you think mm -hmm. of the crusades millions of people were killed because they were witches or because they believed in this or that or they didn't follow something, right. you know, ideally. And now you have people being, you know, thrown off roofs because they're gay or they're homosexual and it's in other countries, you know. So th there is – have you ever heard of the Rainbow Railroad? Mm -mm. The Rainbow Railroad is the name that's given to this organization. Um, you, uh, it's like the Underground Railroad. So the Underground Railroad, okay. of course, you know, slaves were – they were they – were, 
given an escape route underneath the ground for people who don't know what it is and they were taken to to safety because you know they were trapped and they were stuck and they couldn't find a way out of the oppression of their masters so the rainbow railroad was coined because in these other countries like in certain parts of africa and certain parts of the middle east like if you're gay you will either be imprisoned severely tortured or you will be killed um there there's videos of them throwing gay people off the roof um etc so the, the Rainbow Railroad is an organization where they basically buy the freedom for gay people in other countries who are trying to get the hell out of these countries who don't have any, they're like mm -hmm. refugees. So they're paying for them to leave the country and bringing them over. And Canada is one of the main countries that does a lot of this. Um, and so they, they called it the, the Rainbow Railroad to get these people all out of safety because their lives are at risk. <clears throat> and so people yeah. can donate to the cause and everything like that. But, you know, in other countries... You can be killed for this or that reason. I mean, some women, if you go, you know, I funny because I was having a conversation with a friend and they were talking about going to um, Egypt and they, and they said you have to be covered up because if you are not, if you go into certain parts of town, you're not covered up or wearing um, the hijab or anything like that, um, immediately you're leaving yourself open to violence or to like actual, you know, being, being um, the victim of a crime because yeah. you are not wearing what has been been said and told by the the ancient text um and the biblical text etc so i mean all of that fits mm -hmm. in there so it's sad but it's like that's why i'm like look men men are stupid <laughs> people are stupid by nature humans were stupid you know we are stupid um and so it's it's like it's funny because i was telling you, i was like it's like almost like we're you know, i don't want to be a near um, no experience, ignorant response. I don't want to be a near because mm. most people, when they are commenting on stuff, especially on social media nowadays, you got people giving their opinions. They're nears. They are. They're. They, they have no experience to speak of, and they're giving in. They're giving ignorant responses, and so mm. there's no. They have nothing to say. Whatever they're saying. So. Now, like, if you're going to speak on something, make sure you got something to back it up. You better have some receipts because. You ain't got no experience. You have nothing to say. Nothing to say. I think There's that we. <laughs> I think that if we focus on education and teaching people how to be decent human beings, that just by itself could make the biggest difference in the world. Right. Right. Extending more love to each other. Yeah. At the very base of it. Yeah. You know, because mm -hmm. like that's the thing is like, people will talk about love and then, still be extremely judgmental. It's like you're not doing it yeah you know what i mean like that's not it yeah so it's like there's so many layers to it and it's just like respecting your humanity but also just like we talked about before looking at those things that your ego is constructed on that are harmful to your ability to love others mm-hmm mm -mm. i think the level <laughs> of, the level of hypocrisy for 2020 has definitely been uh so obvious and apparent and just like okay girl like okay like so you just said that so you just said that but this is what you did yeah that's that's what i did that's what i did I'm like how is that because i'm a badass i'm about something you're a fucking idiot like no you're not a badass you're an idiot you're ignorant you need to like line the shit that comes out of your mouth up with what you're doing because you look like right. a damn fool and Everybody else can see that you look like a fool, but you look like it, but you're acting like you're the shit and you're not. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's right. like, girl, get it to get like, you know, 
comb your hair, girl. Comb your hair. Like oh. it's one. It's one of those people. You know those those people. And it's just like, yeah. oh, girl. And these people making me crazy. Well, and like I was gonna like apply for this job, but when I looked more into the lady who is the person, I was like, that just does not align with me. Mm. Like, it's all money, 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 and I was like, that's not where I am going. Yeah, you know, because like, who knows where the hell we're going? So it's like to align with somebody who's like money, money, money. Like she's gonna be stressed in a minute. And I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be on, over there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's crazy right now. Mm-mm. You know what, like with people with the jobs, like, cause back when I used to work at Starbucks and I was at the manager and I had employees, I, I was, I thought I was the best boss. I thought I was the best boss. Cause I was, mm-hmm. I, I spoiled the shit out of my people. So, but I had, um, employees where like they were like for i'm gonna be like i i think i'm ready to leave starbucks i'm like you're fine i want to leave starbucks too so i'm just here because the pay is good for me enough for now and then i got benefits and i got a mortgage to pay for but if i could leave i could too because you know our own working together in the store was fine that was not the issue the issue was the company and the policies that they were putting into place and you know when when all that crazy uh stuff happened in the late 2000s with the market crashing and everything like that <clears throat> the, the company started to spend less money so it started to cut this and that out of what is normally something we were allowed so us managers like we before we were we had like two or three like administrative days that we could spend focusing on like the the stuff behind the scenes the paperwork employees benefits taking care of this taking care of that and they went from that to you only get six hours a week on admin stuff everything else has to be and that includes making a schedule with all these picky bitches who want this day and that day Mm -hmm. off you know so at that point it was not a fun place for even managers and i i left like a bunch of managers left starbucks around that time as well so and so i was ready to go but my partners they were like you know i love you but i don't want to stay at the company i'm like that's fine you don't have to stay with the company and so they were like i'm gonna give you a 30-day notice or so they always gave me plenty of time to prepare um but they would leave i'm like but here's what i want y'all to do if y'all are leaving do not walk out of this job with resentment or unresolved anger or unresolved like crap inside of you because if you walk mm-hmm. away trying to run away from this and run into something the energy of this experience is going to follow you whether i'm there or not the energy is going to follow you um mm-hmm. and people wouldn't listen to me when i said that and i was like y'all don't seem to get it and so many a times i would tell people this i said leave and make sure you you, you walk away with a clear conscience around starbucks yeah inevitably they would come back after a month or two hey can i come back hey i want to come back and and i was like mm, no i was like you you know the company won't let me hire you back in for like about 60 to 90 days so you're gonna have to wait two more months so no yeah. i can't hire you back you know there are people who i fired and they came back asking me to give them their job back or and i was like mm-hmm. i love you but no because you know and i always always say like i, I can't hire you back because the company won't let me but which I could, but it's like, no, you were not the easiest person to deal with. You got fired for a reason, fool. Yeah. Like, why are you asking me for your job? You got fired for a reason. So, no, I don't think. Right. But it's, it's that, like, yeah. don't walk away from shit and go towards, like, don't ever run away from something without getting it resolved or walking away at peace at how it's been left. It doesn't have to be fixed. 
just walking away in a peace in your heart that you're okay with however it is, but you're moving forward. Because if you walk away angry and I'm trying to get away from this and I'm trying to move towards it, you're going to find it wherever you go and then it's going to be the same crap all over again. Right, because usually what that means is that it's you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's you. Mm-hmm. So even if you go to a different job, yeah. you're still going to be like, oh, I hate when people email right. me like this. Right. It's not going to go away. Yeah. Well, it's your relationship with money. It's almost like it's the relationship with money. Like the relationship that you have with something is the state of being that you hold with it. So if you have a bad relationship with money, it doesn't matter how much money you make, you will always have the same emotional experience. And there are plenty of people right. who are probably watching this. I know y'all are watching this. And this and 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 what what y'all may experience is like you get a promotion or you get a raise or whatever, but it's like nothing has changed. You're still feeling the exact same way about your money, but you have more money now. So it's not that more money needs to be the fix. It's that you need to change your relationship with the money because the, right. the, it's going to be the same thing over and over again. That's why you have people who they go off and they get a break and they win the lottery. And then within a year or two, they're filing for bankruptcy because it's not the money or amount of money that you have. It's your relationship with it and how you how that energy works. And if you have a crappy relationship with money, you can get a little more money and gonna make a damn difference because you're gonna spend just as much then as you were when you didn't have it. So it doesn't matter. Right. All right. So this is the question that was submitted for the e-reading question of the week, and it's by Cha Cha. And the question is, Hello, Fernie. Can you can you please speak on the verse Leviticus nineteen thirty one? I'm wondering how you can speak from the light given the text in that verse and how you feel you can know that the energy you are channeling is pure and that you are being and that you aren't being deceived so first of all i feel that it is important for people to understand that the biblical text in the bible is not the be all know all end all um, it is a very fragmented and i use that word lightly fragmented piece of literature because it does not exist currently in the form that it existed a thousand years ago and and actually it didn't exist a thousand years the bible did not exist a thousand years ago it actually didn't exist until like the fourth or fifth century um and so that's when because there, there was a lot of old books there was the old hebrew text um and there was a lot of ancient manuscripts and books that talked about a whole host of different things and then that doesn't even include what you would find in the new testament which is a bunch of material based on the life of the person we knew as jesus so <clears throat> First, you need to understand that the book known as the Bible in its current form, you have to be specific because there are like over a hundred varieties or forms of this book. They exist in different forms and you can grab one from one church and then grab another from a different church and open them up and look at them and the words don't match up. They're not the same because it's been changed and translated over and over and over again. And some of the older translations were based on very, very, very bad versions of translations. So what you may be referring to if you open that book and you read that verse, the verse that you may be referring to may actually not even be anything near what was originally put um, down by the person that wrote it. So that already just kind of dismisses the validity of that verse and that information and so you kind of need to like backtrack and go back to original sources. Um, during the fourth century, um, Emperor Constantine had 
he had actually um, changed his religion and he'd become a Christian because he almost died and you know he was saved, etc. So he brought together a bunch of the people who were the leaders of the churches and temples at that time because they all had different forms of Christianity. They were all following their own versions of it. Just like today, we have a bunch of churches that do the same thing. And he was trying to bring people together because there was too much infighting and there was still a lot of the um, fighting going on with the pagan religions at the time. So he brought them together and they all started having these meetings to try to figure out what they were going to do to create a central source uh, for people who were going to follow Christianity. So they spent a lot of time debating um, and I mean their methodology was was not necessarily something that I would say was scientific in nature. I mean I think there's a story where uh, one member said you know what like Whatever books I throw or whatever uh, manuscripts or a scroll I throw on the table that don't fall over, those are the ones we're going to include in the main resource or the main book. And so that's the kind of mindset that you were dealing with at that time. People were just kind of like, you know, not really um, uh, sticking to the, the literature. They were just kind of like individually and, and, and they were choosing what they were going to include in the final product, which you would understand as a Bible. And then, of course, that got translated over many a times. But originally, there was like 80 sources or 80 texts and documents and books and scrolls that never made it. There was 80, and they only like put in like 30. That's a lot of information that they left out. So... A bunch of omen made the decision to create the book that you know as the Bible. So the Bible itself is a human construct. It is not something that fell out of the sky. It is not something that was delivered from a descending angel or cloud. It is something that was constructed by man who made the decision to include certain things that they agreed with and who left out a bunch of other stuff that they didn't either fully understand or they didn't, um, they couldn't grasp or they just didn't agree on when they finally formed the final version of the Bible. And even then, that book, there was only a few in circulation because most of the population was illiterate. They couldn't read. So that was only held in churches and in temples. And only the person that could read were the priests or the people who were the early uh, church, the early Catholic church. And then, of course, over time, people had disagreements with those versions and then they changed it and created more and more and more um, versions of it. <laughs> so you got to pick which one you want to stick to. So I don't really find a lot of credibility in the Bible that you can go into a church today and, and open up because there's a lot of stuff that's been messed with. And in the, even just when you think of the word sin, it is this is, a, this is how much has been changed and like morphed and manipulated over, over centuries. Just the word sin, when you ask people what they think the word sin means, most people will tell you, oh, well, the word sin means anger, uh, uh, God is angry, and you're evil, and you're wrong, or you're, you're damned, or you're, you know, all a bunch of, a bunch of bullshit. Well, <laughs> when you actually look at the word sin in ancient Hebrew and in the ancient texts, um, and it depends on what sources you look into, the word sin simply means like whenever you take a bow and arrow and you've got a target and you're shooting at the target, if you shoot your bow, uh, if you shoot your arrow at the target and it misses, you've sinned. That's it. Nothing to do with hell. Nothing to do with damnation. Nothing, no mention of the devil. Um, and uh, Christ himself never spoke of the devil. So he never mentioned anything about devil. He never mentioned any of these things. Um, and so when you use the word sin, it is literally at that time being used in that context. Using a bow and arrow, you have a target. You, you aim at the target. 
like aiming at your goals, aiming at what you're trying to achieve, you let go, and if you miss it, you send. That is what that means. And so look at how much that's been manipulated. So when people try to come at me with this whole Leviticus uh, crap, I don't really put a lot of stock into it because you have to do your homework. And not only that, but if you are coming from a place of love, from a place of inclusivity, if you're coming from a place of higher vibration and light, um, you're going to act in love. You're going to act in light. You're going to do things that are coming from a place of a parent loving a child because God lives within all of us. The eternal creator lives within all of us. And so what we're putting out into the world is coming through us. And if someone is operating from a place of fear, lack, or hatred, um, by default, they've already disconnected themselves from source and they are not acting in any authority from the place of God. So God is from coming from a place of love and light and, and um, divinity and this parent of love and so if you can't come from a place of that then you are already you've already dismissed your connection to source and you're acting from a place of human struggle and trauma and pain and that is inaccurate to what the liar the lighter vibrations and the lighter forms of um, awareness represent okay so it's pretty clear and easy to tell whether someone's coming from a place of love and light or if they're coming from a place of fear and hatred um, and if you're coming from a place of fear and fear hatred you're going to see it in their behavior and their actions and in the way that they treat their fellow men hello hi how are you doing sweetheart good how are you i'm good i'm good what did you want I'm to so ask i'm so excited you? oh cool. um well i don't know what to ask like anything any messages Okay. I'm here with my parents, so if anyone comes up for them. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, uh, one thing. First of all, there is a baby in spirit, so someone must have mis uh, miscarried, lost, or termination because there's a child in spirit. So are you aware of a baby connected to the family that didn't make it? Uh, no. Okay. There's a baby there. So there's a baby that was miscarried, lost, or terminated, but there's a baby connected to the family. Um, I also thank you. Um, there is an older female in spirit as well. So I want to say this might be like a grandmother figure, but I also am seeing the name twice. So this person might share her name or someone else may have the middle name of this person as well. Do you have a grandmother in spirit? Yolanda. Yes, I do. It's my okay. mom's mom. Got it. And does she share her name with her mother? Or does someone in the family have the middle yes, name? Yes, my older sister shares Got the it. middle name. No, Got it. She's also showing me the, num the number four. Do you know if either the fourth of a month or April is connected or if there's four of you? There's four of us kids. Okay, so she's just acknowledging the four of you. She's also oh. referencing. Oh. Um, does one of you also have a birthday in, in April? No. Okay. Who's the... You know what? It's interesting. She, she's acknowledging the four, but then she went back to that and she was trying to bring something else in. Does someone have the name April? No. Okay. Not sure where she's going with that because she just brought up the April, but she said it again, and it was almost like I feel like it was a name. But I'll leave that with you. But she's acknowledging the name April as well, so there's a reference okay. there. She also keeps thank you. Um, she is making me feel like there was more than one issue or condition that was affecting her, and that this was starting to become multiple issues on top of multiple issues, and that she was kind of done and she was ready. So she's just acknowledging that it was time for her. She's also apologizing because she makes me feel like she held back or she wasn't telling everybody everything that was going on with her. Do y'all know that? Um, I honestly don't know how she passed away, like what was wrong with her. Okay. My, like, feel like my mom and my aunts, like, always told me something different. That's okay. So, so 
the way she's making me feel is she wasn't sharing details with people or she was holding back. And because of this, there was a lack of information that they were aware of. And that that may have been, and again, there was like multiple issues. So there wasn't just one, there was like two or three separate things going on simultaneously. Do you also know, was she a bit of a drinker when she was younger? Smoker. A smoker, my mom said. Okay. Here's the thing, she's doing this. Now, whenever someone does this, it usually means I'm drinking something that is not healthy for me or I'm taking something in in liquid and it's messing up my body. So I don't know, there was a, a drink that she was taking that was affecting her system or there was something going on where she was ingesting something and it was starting to affect her, um, her um, thank you, her, her uh, organs because she's making me feel almost like there's something going wrong or something off with what she's taking. She also keeps acknowledging the inflammation. Thank you, she showed me the lower immunity. So her immune system was also not doing too well or there was an effect on her lower immunity. Did she also start to show these little spots or these dots on her skin? Cause she's showing me these like discolorations. Do you know she had any discolorations? I don't remember. She passed, yeah, she passed away when my mom was only two. So she doesn't remember much. That's okay, that's all right. She's acknowledging- I can ask my aunt. Yeah, because yeah. she's talking about these spots or these like dots on the skin and almost like this was indicative of what this could have been or what was going on with her as well. I almost feel like there was a lack of, there's a lack of the functioning of the internal organs like the liver and, and so forth and the, and the kidneys. But also, I almost feel like also there was a lack of oxygen that was making itself to her brain. And so they may have ruled it something that was not technically what actually what she passed on. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Because um, she's pointing to her head too. So there's definitely yeah. was an effect on her head as well. Um, so she's just wanting to acknowledge the children. She's also acknowledging, um, is there a, um, is there a Harry, Henry, Harvey name, H name, male? Mm, my brother-in-law, Hector. Her brother-in-law, Hector. Is He's still alive Hector. though, right? Yes. No, this is someone that's there. There's a oh, there's a male it connected to the military. Connected to the connected military. Connected to the military. The military male, H name like Henry, Harry, Harvey. Um, uh, no, we can't think of. That's okay. I'm gonna leave that with you because there's a reference okay, there. And this person, um, they passed of um, a heart attack. So they would have passed after the military, but they passed of like a heart attack. So this is a male connection as well. If they were not part of the family, they were still connected to the family because I feel like there's a connection to the family with this person. Um, oh. They're also acknowledging, thank you. Um, there's a younger person that wants to pop in for a second and say hi. I want to say this is a male. So there's a younger male stepping in. I also feel this male is pointing to themselves, which means they either committed suicide or they took their own life or they caused their own passing. So this is a younger male as well. I also feel like this male would be not directly related to you, but kind of like direct related, like through someone else or almost like connected through someone else. But they're making me feel this way. There's also acknowledgement to the month of December. So December the 12th of a month may also be connected to this person. Do you know someone that was younger that had a passing like that? No. They took, they took something and it, it went to their system and it caused their passing. And they may have found this person like the next day, but it's almost like they... Sounds like my dad's brother, but I don't know. Grandpa? Is it, for, is it still from my mom's side or is this like someone else? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know that. Um, oh, I don't know. okay. Um, it um, might be uh, my dad's grandpa. brother or... My grandpa passed away in December. He committed suicide? Uh, no, but he died right after grandma died. He said that he was in... He didn't want to live anymore. Do you know if he took, if he was on medication or he took too many medicines or if they found like, uh, they didn't perform an autopsy, correct? 
I'm not aware of that. What I'm thinking is my dad's brother from Vegas when they found him the next day. I'm thinking was, it's They her. found him in his room? Did they find him in his room? They found him in his house. Yeah. I'm okay. not sure if it was a room, but okay. yeah. And he was, was he younger when this happened? Oh, he was younger. Like um, in his 40s? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, maybe this is your dad's brother. Um, okay. Also, um, is there a junior connection? Junior? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have a junior. Okay. Um, there's also, there's two of them. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. going, going to that, with your, with your dad's brother, are there two people with the same name? There's two juniors though. In my dad's family, um, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Did he also have the the blue? I don't know the blue Chevy or a red Chevy. Did they have the blue oh, Chevy? I or the red? Um, I never met him, so we never like we were like distant family. So okay. I never. I there might know. be a picture of him because he's showing me like a blue Chevy or a red Chevy. I'm gonna. I hate to say this. Do you know if he? like to play for he liked to pay for fun let's put it that way um probably yeah okay yeah this is this is <laughs> from the little bit he, that i know okay here's this guy is just wanting to say hi and he's wanting to acknowledge that he's having the time of his life and he oh. said it's bigger than vegas so i, I mean i guess this oh, is his way yeah. of saying he's enjoying the party yeah so he's acknowledging that he's also <laughs> writing on my skin so someone might have gotten a tattoo for him oh Okay. I don't know, but I'll check into yeah, that. It, it would be like a cross or some sort of like a T name, a T letter or a cross that's connected to him with tattoo. Okay. Or a cross. Oh, okay. Okay. My dad All just right. got a cross. I don't know if it was towards that. Who it's knows? okay. You may <laughs> ask him. Ask him. <laughs> <laughs> right, sweetheart. Um, can right, I ask something really quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You got less than two minutes. Um, my timer just started. Oh, right. okay, okay, okay. Um, my dad has been sick and they haven't found anything wrong with mm -hmm. him. Is there anything you're getting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel, into? yeah, there's a couple of things. One is I think they need to look in his liver because the levels are off. And the I what? Like they, Sorry. Yeah, the I feel levels. like they may, they may need to look in his liver because I feel like his levels are off and it almost feels like there's elevated numbers in his liver. I feel like it has to do with like a T cell or a cell like, a, I don't know if it's a T cell or a white cell count. There's some sort of count with the cells that may be part of it. I also feel that he may actually be having issues with um, the toxicity in his body, his body releasing toxins. And so this may actually be like a, a symptom of like increased toxicity, but I feel like they can work on it. But I want to say that one of his organs is having trouble keeping up with him or it's failing a little bit. He may need to be, um, I, what I think is going to happen is that they're going to put him, they're going to do tests, they're going to figure out what this is. They may even suggest a transplant this, but I feel like it's something that can be worked through. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. How are you doing, sweetheart? Okay, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. What did you want to ask me? Um, I was just wondering if there's like anything my grandparents like if they have like any messages for me and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, is there three grandparents in spirit? Yeah. Okay, because I'm seeing three of them. Okay, so I want to say, is it two grandpas and one female and one grandma? Uh, yes. Okay. The your dad's dad. Um, was he a little bit more? I won't say strict, but he kind of liked things a certain way. He could be a bit tough. Yeah, okay. I've heard. He's okay. Tough. He wants to apologize to your dad for how he may have been in life because he feels that he may not have shown enough love and he doesn't want your father to feel like your father wasn't good enough or like he never did enough. So he wants to apologize to your dad for this. He also wants to tell him that he loves him. He's actually saying it. So I don't know if he didn't ever say it in life, but he's wanting to say it to your father. So he's acknowledging that. Um, your mom's dad 
that's a completely different energy. He's a little softer, a little kinder kind of energy, right? Your mom's dad? Okay. He is wanting to tell you that he's very proud of you. And he says that you have been made the, you've made the family proud, but he also says that you have your, your work cut out for you because it's almost like you have to set the standard for everybody else in the family. Do you understand that? Yeah. Are you the eldest in the family? No, I'm actually the only child in my family. Oh, oh, okay, got it. Well, then that makes sense why you have to set the standard. Okay, so it's almost like you have to set the standard or you like, like whatever you do, like affects everything or everybody in the family. So he's just acknowledging that. He also says, thank you. Um, he's doing something interesting. He's handing me a red jewel or red ruby. Do you know if there's a significance to a red jewel or red ruby? There probably is. I'd probably have to ask my mom about that. Okay. He's, he's like, he's doing this. Like he's got his palms like this. And then he's showing me like a red, red jewel or red ruby and he's handing it over. So I don't know what that means, but I feel like it's out of my norm for me to understand what it means. Okay. So if yeah. you ask her, she may know what it means. He also says that he has communicated in a dream. And I don't know if he was on a boat or he ever spent life any time in his life on a fishing boat or on a boat, but he's referencing like a dream and a boat. So there might be a dream there that you might be right. He might want to validate as well. There's a little white dog also in spirit. Did y'all have a dog or lose a little dog? Because there's a white dog also there. I've heard that we've had a dog back in Vietnam. So. Okay. Cause he's wanting to acknowledge the, the, the dog being there as well to let your mom know, to let the family know know as well he also is referencing thank you um did you just get a new car or did you just have to get uh, a new vehicle um people like my like my family from vietnam like they came over and then we like got them like cars so i'm not sure if that's what he's referencing got them like cars like just bought like, them cars we bought them cars like oh okay huh okay that maybe okay that's that's possible i mean that's a big thing so he might be acknowledging the new cars or the new vehicle. So it's possible that maybe where he's going with it and he's just wanting to acknowledge like what y'all have done for your family or what you've done in the family. Um, but there's a reference there as well. Um, okay. He's putting you in a lab coat or like a, like a, a, a white coat. And I'm trying to figure out where he's going with this. Um, any of the work that you do or the career that you're headed in the direction of, has it have anything to do with science or medical? Yeah, I'm actually a nursing student right now. Okay, he's putting you in the white coat. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think he's wanting to say, I think he's wanting to bless what you're doing, but he also says, don't, if you feel like you wanna go further, he says you have the blessing and you have their support. So there's almost a reference there, but he's acknowledging, don't let anything get in the way of this. And he's acknowledging what you're doing again showing pride ship and being proud of you. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay. You're welcome, sweetheart. Also have another question. Mm -hmm. Could you, is there anything that you like to let me know about my relationship with N right now? Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Sometimes when we are, we were just romantic relationship, right? Yeah. Sometimes when we're in relationships, even though we kind of envision our life a certain way, and we try to work in that direction. Sometimes the people that we end up with don't have the same vision or they just don't think that they can achieve the same types of goals or results. And I feel like with the relationship, this person may have gotten comfortable or they may not be pushing further and they may sometimes want to like point fingers or like wanna like push people away. And sometimes they may do this with you as well. You might need to be patient and just let them kind of catch up because I feel like they are not able to, and then you froze on me. Um, there you are. Um, they, they may not 
see the full potential that they that they can fulfill and you might just need to be patient and set the example okay got it so be patient yeah. <laughs> okay so all much. right sweetheart you take care of yourself yep. <laughs> hello hello how you doing feeling yourself i'm good i'm good all right what did you want to ask me uh i drank my mother-in-law the other night do they have any messages for us mm -hmm. we just uh had a new baby yeah so first of all i'm seeing i'm seeing um did you have you been married twice because i'm almost seeing like another set no okay is there more than one in-law or was there like a like a biological father and then there was a stepfather or there was like because i'm almost seeing like more than two in-laws Mm. No, it was only uh my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. Okay, there's it's interesting because I'm almost it's almost like I'm seeing two father figures, so there might be another father figure that's connected to your spouse's um family because I'm almost seeing like a female and then two males and I feel like there's two father figures. So, one would be a father, there's another father figure that's also connecting to them as well because I'm almost seeing another one. Do you know if your uh, significant other if they were raised partly by another male or there's another father figure that was there for them? No, not that I know of. Do you know where would the and Andrew or Andres or Andy name be connected to? Mm. Okay, you might need to ask. You, it's okay. You might need to ask them. So just when you get a chance, you can ask them. Um, with the in-laws, here's the thing. With the mother-in-law, immediately she showed me two babies. Have you already had one child? Uh, yes, we had a baby. Okay, there's she's showing me two though. So do y'all have two kids, or is the second one? No, this is our third one already. This is the third one? Okay. Have, yes. Were two of them born after her passing? Uh, there was, well, we had one, and then my brother-in-law, her son, had another son. Okay, got it. Because she's acknowledging the two that were born after her passing. So she's wanting to reference that she knows about both babies. So she's letting y'all know that. She also keeps referencing um, the number, thank you. Is there a connection to the month of March or the third? Because she's referencing the number three or March. March the three. Oh, tomorrow it's my uh, her husband, my father-in-law's uh, anniversary. Oh wow! So, yeah, okay. he passed away. Got it. Yeah. So he, she, they're just acknowledging. She's the one speaking because she's the one that wants to talk. So he's not letting <laughs> her talk. She's the one talking. So she's just acknowledging that. She also oh. talks about two tattoos that were made into one. Do you know if someone got a tattoo where there was two originally? There was one, and there was another one. They made it into one. Um. Well, my wife got her uh, a portrait of her. Okay. And did she add on to it, or was there already one there, and then she added on to it, or made it? Uh, it uh, there was a, I don't know if you can see it. Is that it. Your wife? Is it was... her? Is that her right there? That's it. There she is. Yeah, okay. Th hey, honey. All right. She's acknowledging so two into one. Did you start off with one and turn it into two, or did you put two together to mean, to mean, this, to mean something? Yes. Okay. Because she's acknowledging, oh, that's the, the symbol. Okay, got it. She's acknowledging that. She also keeps referencing that even though it might have been, okay, thank you. I, I'm, that's the cancer symbol, right? I'm assuming that's what yeah. that means, cancer. Yeah. But she's also talking about that the blood became contaminated or they, it's almost like there was a sepsis that started to settle in. Do you know if she also ended up suffering from sepsis? Where her, her, her blood became contaminated and her organs started to shut down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She also keeps talking about the L name. Is there a male L name connection? No. 
like Li- Lily yeah. or Li- Li- Lin- Linda Lilo? or Lily or, or Lulu. It's like a LL sound. Lulu. Lulu. It's okay. my cousin. Okay, she's acknowledging that that person and that side of the family. Have y'all been disconnected from that side of the family, or there been a little bit of a split? Yeah, they're they're okay. in Mexico. Oh, okay. She's acknowledging the split or the separation that's happened there. I've only got like less than a minute, so I want to make this fast. Um, she's okay. acknowledging that split or that disconnect there. Your mom also lets you know that she came in a dream and that she was sitting next to your bed in the dream. So do you remember a dream where she was sitting on the bed? No, I remember dreaming something, but I couldn't remember exactly what she was doing. I just know she was in it. Okay, because she's acknowledging that she came in a dream and that she was actually in the bedroom sitting next to you, but she came in, tried to let you know that that was her in the dream. She also says that you are a good mother and you're a good daughter. She says that you've never disappointed her. She also said, thank you. Were you a little bit tough to handle when you were a teenager? She says, don't ask her. She says, don't ask her for forgiveness. She says, nothing to forgive. There's nothing to forgive. So she wants you to know that. She also says she loves all of her kids equally. So I don't know if someone acts like they're the favorite because she's wanting to like say, I love all my children equally. She also says that you were the good man. And she also says, I hope y'all get the house. Are y'all trying to get a big house or a bigger house? Or there's something about getting another house? No, we, we had a, we got a house. It's our first year here. Oh, it's your first, okay. You just got the house. Okay. She's acknowledging about the house and happy that y'all got the house. And that's what she's talking about. So she's making reference to being happy y'all got the house. She also wants to thank you. She showed me a bracelet. Do you have a bracelet that belonged to her as well? Yeah. Got it. I don't have a on me, but she got me one, yeah. That's okay. She's just acknowledging that. Okay. There's a like a Lisa as well, like a Lisa or Annalisa, or there's some sort of a Lisa name. That's also Lisa, her sister. Okay. She's wanting to acknowledge her sister. Her sister's still alive though, right? Yes. Okay. She wants to say thank you. Do you know if her birthday's coming up or we're within 30 days of her birthday? No, I think it was in May. That's okay. She's talking about a birthday. So I don't know if your her sister yes. celebrated yes. her sister's birthday and she's thanking her for what she did on her birthday or if there's something about a birthday within 30 days, but she's acknowledging something like that. She also, um, she says, thank you. She says that um, there's a, did y'all have a bulldog or like a pit bull? Yeah. There's a dog there. So she's acknowledging a dog in spirit as well that didn't make it. Oh. It might have died when it was younger, though. Do y'all Baby, remember how to... I had like one a... that ran away. You what? I had a, do- a pit bull that ran away, but we just didn't find her no more. I think your dog is there, sweetheart. I think the dog passed. So she's letting you know the dog is with her and that the dog is okay. Okay. Oh. All right, sweetheart. I'm thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, absolutely. You. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you. Bye-bye.